0: You are now tuning in to Kick with Jiddu Park, Park and, and Migs!
1: Hey! And we are back at the Kick Yes. And we've got a very special episode. No, we don't. Another edition of the NBA, but a little bit different. A little <sighs> bit different, Migs. Um, as uh, you can see visually, you got the Clippers. And you've also got the Lakers. So what edition do you guys think this is? I don't uh, know. The clown one? Wow. The best of L.A. We're going to call it the best of L.A., okay? okay. thought it was clown. No,
2: it's not. We're going to call this life of a Clipper fan. Yes. That's what we're going
1: to call this thing. So the yes. the best of L.A. as well. Um, it, it's on the other side. So uh, typically when we do our show, we always like to question our guests. But I switched it up. I know Migs. Uh, you sent a little uh, sheet of what we're going to talk about today. But I wanted to know truly if you guys were actually Clippers fans. Okay, you get three questions because we have a lot to talk about. Uh, uh, no, I get, I, get, I get a few. But I'm also throwing it back at, at uh, Franco as well too for some Lakers questions. All right. Okay. So uh, I've got five questions each. I'm going to make it really, really quick. So, Frank, I'm going to go with you with the Lakers. Yeah. Which Laker was married to actress Vanessa Williams? Uh, as Fox. Rick Fox, okay. Rick Fox congratulations. That. Okay, uh, Lakers one, Clippers zero. Uh, who was the leading scorer of the LA Clippers during the 2000 to 2001 season? Uh, Lamar Odom. Congratulations, that was correct. Oh wow! Okay, come on, oh, bro. <laughs> 18.1 <laughs> points per game. Who leads uh, Franco? This is for you. Uh, So it's one one. Who leads the Lakers in rebounds during the 2000 to 2001 season? Easy peasy. I know this answer. Shaquille O'Neal is correct. You don't know that answer. Okay, two one. Um, Okay, to the Clippers here. Which player did the Clippers select with the first overall pick in the 1998 NBA draft? Uh, 98?
3: Hello, Candy. That is, that is true.
2: That the one? Okay, I, that thought is nine, true. I thought it was 99. Okay. That I, is true. My,
1: okay. So candy man. Candy man. So you candy guys man. don't get that point. So it's 2-1 uh, Lakers. He's not Lakers. supposed to answer. I was supposed you to answer. You took forever. <laughs> uh, I know. You did say to speed it up, right? <laughs> okay. So, Franco, on Lakers' side, which former Lakers center has won three championships with three different teams, including the 99-2000 to 2000 LA Lakers? Horace Grant. Incorrect. Incorrect. Wait, 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 hold on. Robert Horry. Incorrect.
2: Oh, Center. Center?
1: Center.
0: What
2: year? Sally? Three championships?
0: Yeah.
1: With three, three different, different teams? teams? Answer is John Sally.
2: Oh, oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. I, I felt like he was
1: a power forward. Yeah, I thought so, too. <laughs> I thought he was a forward. All right, wow. so still 2-1. Uh, to the Clippers. Of the following names, who has not played for the Clippers? Marquise Johnson, Dominique Wilkins, Lamon Murray Joe Smith uh, Marquise Johnson question. That is incorrect Joe Smith
2: oh, I thought he played Bruh
1: Alright Back at the Lakers what the hell is Marquise Johnson Of the following names Marquise. Who has not played for the Lakers mm-hmm. Cedric Ceballos C- Ceballos yeah. Is it Ceballos 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 Brian Shaw is this George is- McLeod. McLeod Bill Walton
3: Oh George McLeod
1: Incorrect. Yeah, yeah, Bill Walton. No, no, no. Bill Walton. Yeah,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> that's a good that's a oh, one. Bill, Bill Walton. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, George should McLeod. be a pretty easy question for the Clippers here. Uh, what company or person owns the L.A. Clippers uh, own the L.A. Clippers in 2000 to 2001? What? C-
0: what company? What company or, company or what person? What company
1: or person? Oh.
3: What company or or person. person. If it's a person, say the person's name. Donald Sterling. Sterling. Okay. Correctly. Why are you answering with a question? Yeah, that, that, that's correct. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> a,
0: okay, so it's tied to two. The two. Word company, you know. uh,
1: last question for the Lakers. Which former Laker, co- uh, Laker coach coached the Lakers to back-to-back titles in the 80s? All oh, right, uh, Pat Riley. Pat Riley is correct. Okay. And the last question is on the Clippers' side. How did the Clippers choose their name? How
2: did the Clippers choose their name is because they transitioned over to San Diego. And then the San Diego... Um, Clippers began after I think the Buffalo Braves, and then it was based off of I think like the, the Naval or something like that. I don't know. Like, am I close? Sure, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I'm gonna be real.
1: uh So, in San Diego, team officials did not think Braves was a proper representative nickname for the club in San Diego, and the local naming contest ultimately decided the Clippers, in reference to the city being known. For the great sailing ships that pass through San Diego Bay. I was close Bay. enough. I
2: was close enough to
1: the answer. Naval. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was close yeah. enough to the okay. answer. So we're gonna give it two yeah. and a half. Yeah. Two now, and a half, bro, so uh, So, dog. Thank you for playing the game here. So it looks like uh, Lakers Franco <laughs> by himself uh, beat you guys uh, of on the course. So it's it's it sounds like a normal yeah normal yeah, thing that's going on. So what happened? What happened, guys? Okay, so let me just preface this. So
2: this episode was prompted because the Clippers had the biggest debacle. And the biggest, I would say, what's that word I'm thinking of? Um, not debacle. Um, Upset? No no, 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 Collapse. Collapse. In, in, in NBA, I feel like sports history ever. Um, so we decided to have an episode on like, how does it really feel? About being a Clipper fan. So to answer your question of what happened, I don't fucking know what happened. Okay. <laughs> we we're up fucking 3-1. This is the second time we were up 3-1. We we're up 3-1 against the Rockets. We we're a 3-up, mm-hmm. 3-1 up against this. I believe, and you can comment on this. Deja vu, man. I believe what ended up happening against the Nuggets is they were able to not only figure out how to um, adjust to double-teaming Jokic, Mm -hmm. but when Jokic made the right play, you got to execute on making the shot. Mm -hmm. And that's what ended up happening. You saw Jeremy Grant hitting shots. You saw Gary Harris cutting to the basket. And that was, you know, when he got double cut to the basket, and one, layups, easy. That opened up for guys like Jamal dropping 40 that last game. It opened a little bit more for Michael Porter Jr. to score. And it it started giving everybody the confidence to really play well because Doc, for some reason, couldn't adjust Mm -hmm. back to how they were playing us on, on offense, right? Defensively, we kept going back to the same thing. Also, I think another thing is too, when we got the ball, we couldn't match the shot making that Denver was putting up. So when they were going on a run, you could sense there's some panic happening. Yep. There wasn't the, the substitution of, of personnel to, to come up with place was not the right substitution. You know, not only that Lou didn't really show up. You started seeing one-on-one offense from Kawhi and PG. And then guys started feeling like they're not getting the ball. So when they do get the ball, what happens? They start just shooting the shots yeah. and not really moving the ball around. When Henry and I were watching, uh, Ross, Sushi, and Tustin, during the first half of Game 7, it was so fluid because they would get the ball and they would run out. Right? They took they the fast-break fast, fast break points, I think, the first half we were up. Right? Right? <clears throat> They were able to clamp that down the second half, Mm -hmm. right? Like we had momentum the last three games up by 16, up by 19, up by fucking 12. And we all lost the lead. Last two games, we lost in double digits. Last game, we lost in double digits. So if I had to blame one person for this it's the I, I don't know if should, should I even say Doc I, I don't yeah. think it's Doc you have oh, yeah. to, yeah, you, have to. Doc Rivers. Really? you have to you guys think so you, have to. Oh, yeah, player, you but, have to but the players didn't really execute like they didn't make shots either so I don't know if I could put you have the to. full blame on
3: Doc it doesn't matter about you know blaming the players yeah the players have to adjust to what the coach is saying at the end of the day okay. and this team was built to be a Swiss army knife if they could play fast they could play slow they could shoot they could rebound. They had lineups for all different types of adjustments, right? Absolutely. How do you sit there at three one, then three two, and not make those adjustments? Absolutely. At three two, I bring what I know. What do you think I, about it? I bring it. what I know about, and I get it. Jokic is a talent that we've never seen. Uh, Jamal, same thing. I mean, not not that rare, um, but Jamal, you know, turn it on. Okay. Where, where's Pat Beverly locking him down like he was locking down lonzo in the first game of the season two years ago where's that energy it wasn't there it wasn't there you yeah. know if a dude starts scoring 25 on me i'm gonna lock him up if there's still more game time left you mm-hmm. know so there's no adjustments and i blame that on doc all right Gino, thoughts
1: well i was just gonna say i mean just think about the opposite right so if in the second half the clippers still do well then everybody would say well doc rivers is is still a great coach yeah Right. But he, he fucked that up. Yeah. In the beginning, in the first half, it how was did like, you fuck it
2: up. How do you fuck it up? Explain how he fucked it up.
1: I mean, just statistically anything like, okay. So I, I mean, I, I look at like the play that Pete Carroll had, like for football, where it's supposed to go to Marshawn and then Russell passed it. Right. But then I remember in an interview, it said, you know, uh, either decision, like if, if uh, we were to catch the ball, then Pete Carroll would have been named one of the best coaches right because it was the right play call right right and this is the same thing in the second half a lot of the shit that that was happening it just didn't go that way he didn't he didn't execute i mean obviously utah did such a great job right and so i i I blame everything on doc and i'm actually very surprised that doc got another offer
0: oh you mean an extension extension yeah stay for another year Okay. yeah so henry I, i don't get that Henry, your you, thoughts? You guys are absolutely right on the dot. I mean, if I had to add anything, you know, just... Dog is the first to blame. There's no question of that, right? Mm-hmm. But I also think the players have, you know, something to do with it, right? For, for example, we, the Clippers pride themselves as the, uh, their, their bench to be, like, one of the strongest, right? If you look at their, you know, Lou Williams statistics against the Nuggets, okay... He only averaged ten points per game. <laughs> that series run. Ten points per game, dude. You know? Tres he, he averaged twelve points per game. That's terrible for someone who prides himself with their, you know, yeah. have a power bench player. Back six to back six, six man of the s- back year. Back to back. Yeah. yeah six man of the
3: year. So, so yeah.
0: it's it's just unacceptable, you yeah. know. And and I don't I can't entirely blame it on Lou or or Trez per se. Because bringing in Kawhi and PG, that kind of messes up with the ego, mm-hmm. kind of messes up with the chemistry. So that's why I'm thinking maybe they took a back seat, you know, let Kawhi and, and PG shine. I don't know what it is, but they got to figure something out. Yeah. Uh, uh, can go I ahead. piggyback off yeah, of him yeah, real quick? Ahead.
3: Just real quick. So you nailed it right on the head, chemistry. When was it that Trez came out in the media during the season? Was it November, December, where he called out the team and said there was chemistry yeah. issues, right?
2: Well, we were, we were struggling. Like, right. we, we had some losing streaks.
3: And, and – I understand Doc, and this is a league of superstars and prima donna, but when he was in Boston, there was that leader in the locker room, Kevin Garnett, who brought everyone together, and it was mm. one mission, one goal, right? I don't think the Clippers had that this year. And the second part about it is not being able to make that adjustment and not even being able to bring the team together and say, put the bigger picture, while also making, getting licked, while also making, um, while also giving all these special permissions to Kawhi. Miss games miss practices you know uncle dennis pretty much finessed the clippers you know to to have all these special uh adjustments for just Kawhi, that rubs some guys some guys the wrong way so
2: yeah and uh, you know to add a little bit more to the collapse i think it's it's almost similar to how the rockets collapse on like on on just kind of the live and die by the three the, 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 way, the way the Clippers really collapse is, you know, to add on to the chemistry part is there's no vocal leader. There, there's, there's no one they're like looking to if like somebody gets in trouble. Like Kawhi is Kawhi. Kawhi is a great player, right? Top three in the league, right? You got LeBron, KD, Kawhi, right? Like in my opinion. But I, I feel like he's not the one that's going to rally everyone over that, that you need. It's definitely not Pat Bev. As much as I respect Pat Bev and, and, and his tenacity, he fucking talks like he just he talks way too soon. Yeah. You know, I get it, bro. Like you, you know, you you played hard. I that, I adore that about you. Intense. I, it, I love that. I, I love Russ's intensity. I love Pat Bev's intensity. Like players like that. Like I, you know, I tend to gravitate to because yes. it's an underdog. You know what I mean? And, however, like we, we haven't done much. And, and this was the year that we wanted to do much, yes. that we wanted to do a lot, and we wanted to pre- prove people wrong, and we couldn't prove people wrong because we got too excited in the, in the beginning. The first round, in all honesty, when we played Dame, I was like, yo, like, I, I don't know, like, you, you're already talking, it's not even the playoffs yet. And then Luca, right? Like they, they, they were trying to test Luca Morris, you know, and, and I started kind of getting word a little bit. I was like, dude, this might be an upset. Like there was a, a thought of me that there might be an upset against Luca, right? That we're not going to make it past the first round. Once we pass the first round, I wanted Denver. Remember I was like, I wanted Denver, Uh. but the reason why I wanted Denver, because if we beat Denver, that's going to give us the confidence to really beat the Lakers. And he was asking me, why do you want Denver, dude? Like, they're a harder team than Utah. I was like, exactly, because that that's gonna prove everything to a lot of people that we're right. not just some hype. You know, that playing the Lakers, Lakers are better than us, uh, in my opinion. They're longer. We had problems with length against against Denver, rebounding, right. steals, right? Yep. Michael Porter created a problem for us. But playing the Lakers would give us. A, a mental and confidence advantage that we've never had before as an organization beating Denver at a game seven.
1: Do you think this is the best Clippers team or Clippers roster? No, the best Clippers roster was
2: with CP, Blake, DeAndre, JJ. Like, this is not better a, balanced. Better, ba- dude. Like but the talent that was? bench mob that we had. I, I guess that three-one Rockets that we fucking blew. Like that was a better team than this because we have a leader. Yeah. You, the greatest leader in the NBA, Chris Paul, is fucking playing with you in that series. Yeah. He just fucking choked it. You just couldn't hit. Jamal didn't hit. Like, that was my problem with that. And Josh fucking, Josh uh, Smith was hitting Josh his Smith. three, yeah. you know.
3: And for one, once. It for was an once, anomaly. It was an anomaly. Never <laughs> happened
2: again. Last two games, he started fucking playing like it, he was a fucking MVP, you know.
1: How, how far did that team get? In the in Same the thing, second round. Second round. Yeah, and okay. then we
2: lost in, in game seven. Oh, also, same, same yeah, scenario same, same scenario bro oh man same scenario and that was doc's like i think second or third year and he got us to like that pinnacle because we felt like we were going to play i think oklahoma or or uh, i think oklahoma or um that bro, uh year. spurs spurs yeah. we were going to play the spurs dude that team was built to to beat the spurs you know like that's when the respect for the clippers i feel like started to show and then it went down again because they couldn't get out of the second round Right. You know, but if you ask me if that was the best team we've ever had, I don't think so. Just because if there was no, th- there's no, like, that organic leader yeah. that we had on this team. PG's not the guy. Nope. And, and, and Kawhi's definitely not the guy. Pat Pev's definitely not the guy. I felt like if there was going to be a guy, it would have been Lou Williams. Really, but the motherfucker went to the fucking strip club and got a fucking chicken wing and trademarked that chicken wing to what lemon
1: pepper Lou sweet pepper Lou yeah whatever it is. Why would you think it's Lou Williams?
2: Because he's, I I
1: don't I don't agree with that at all. I don't think there's any leaders on that, that squad. To well, be i honest.
2: Sa- I'm saying it's because I just feel like he's he's been the, he's been in the league for so long. He's he's such a veteran and as a, and, and he's won six man what three times three, now two or three times, yeah. um, three times yeah and I felt like. You know, he, he could have been more. I, I mean, you watch him on um, on post game, right? He says the right things. Right. You know, he doesn't he doesn't throw anybody under the bus or doesn't anything make like excuses. That. He doesn't make excuses. He's like, no, this, you know, we we can get better. He's genuine. He's he's genuine. He could have been, but you can tell that's not really who he is as a person. That's not his, that's not his demeanor. It's not so his like demeanor. That. And what ended up happening is, I hear this article about Trez apparently calling PG out during game six. Game six. Two. Game yeah. six.
3: No game two, game two, game game two. So two. Game two? Yeah,
2: oh. like that. They had like a like a verbal altercation with PG, right? You like because you lost the game, and, and I think from that moment on, like it, there wasn't like it, the chemistry was just ruined, you know. So yeah, it's just no leadership, bro. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree. But I think after after all said and done, though, uh, after all considered, it's ultimately up to Docs, right? It's 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 his call to to make the right plays. To put the right guys in at the right time. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but during during the Rocket series, the infamous Rocket series against the I think it's the Clippers, is it? He set he said James Harden, Harden down for the most of fourth quarter against the Clippers, and they ended up taking that series. Mm-hmm. And it's just we need we need coach like that to be able to, to just handle egos, you know. Yeah. Like I understand Doc wants to put in Kawhi and PG because they're like Supposedly the best players, yep. in the tippers, right? they right? One-two punch. Yeah, you know, one-two punch, yeah. But you, you got to find out what works for your squad, you know? You, you can't just be like, oh, because they're superstars they're going to make things happen. No, man. It's not going to be like that every time. You got to figure out a formula that actually works and stick to it. Don't just because, hey, it's like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, I got to put my guys in. I got to yeah. put my stars in. So we just need the right coach. And if if Doc can change that kind of mindset, great, man. You know, I don't mind. But if he it just... I just haven't seen it happen in the, what, seven years tenure with the Clippers? Yep. I just haven't seen it, you know.
1: So quite, when, when I got to saw his face, I think it was like in the fourth quarter, it was like, to me, it was like one of the funny, I, I knew that something was going to be a meme. Just that look on his face. Oh, they were down like, what, 10? When he got 10, pulled out? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You just yeah. knew that that was going to yes. be a meme. With, with PG, like, you're talking about that one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a <laughs> lot of memes. Why that, did you
2: bring me here? <laughs> Yeah.
1: I know. <laughs> so, um, from a championship team to, to nothing. Um, yeah, bro. Like, to curse team but um, so obviously there's a lot of memes that that were created have you guys seen any memes that
0: that were out there yeah. too many man too many yeah i mean like has one,
2: one of the funniest one is like you know like ho- you know the homer that's going back to the bush like <laughs> you know like you're wearing a <laughs> right out of Lakers some people sent me that today yeah too. and it comes back out like a laker jersey you know and then i saw one today steve ballmer like going crazy like i paid two billion dollars for this shit, like yeah. you know like, i i saw that one right there so i mean they, the, the memes are funny, like, Reggie, like, you know, the Reggie Miller choke, yeah. you know? I mean, it's, it's warranted, man. Like, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, the agony, dude. Like, it's, it sucks, you know? Like, these are, like, the dark days. But at the same time, like, I, you know, I, I read this thing on Facebook. It's like, you know, we're used to this. Like, no, we're not supposed to be used to this. Like, you know, 50 years in the making, like, I get it. But, like, God damn, bro, like, there's just too many memes. You know yeah.
3: and it's gonna keep coming <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a long off season
0: yeah
3: clipper curse I break that bambino dude
0: no we just gotta stop like charles Barkley from saying guarantee i blame him did he guarantee this one he guaranteed this one after game one did he guarantee it? that the nuggets would win i don't know no, no that that the, clippers the clippers would, win. Win. would sweep oh so he
3: he jinxed the clippers he clip he jinxed he jinxed the teams that he picks. He guarantees,
0: huh? yeah.
2: Yo, I saw one says, you can't choke in the finals if you can't make it past the second round. Like, I saw that. You know, true. You, you know, <laughs> that guy was doing this, you know?
3: Well, I think
1: everybody thought the Clippers are going to win. Well, you did. Why? No, I think I think. <laughs> I think we everybody all thought, yeah, 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 yeah. in general, that the Clippers were going to be able to play the Lakers. Yeah, yeah at least. I we don't, at I don't, least. Right. I think that's why everybody got really silent. Like, oh, shit. And that's one of the big reasons why the memes came out. Like, dude, they, I mean, they're cursed like fuck that, right? Man. Would you guys be opposed to Steve Ballmer taking the Clippers out to Seattle?
3: No, please do now. <laughs> yes.
1: Seattle needs a team. <laughs> and and it, it I guarantee you they change the name back to the Sonics.
0: Guaranteed. So you'll not go. see
1: the Clippers anymore.
2: I mean, I don't think it'll happen, but you know, yeah, it could happen. He
3: promised he wouldn't do it, right? Well,
2: it's not just that. I think I think as far as market size and and where the revenue's at, I think Los Angeles it does. It, Seattle can't compare it to the revenue that Los Angeles is going to bring for the Clippers. I'm just, I'm just looking at it on a business point of view. You know, they just built, they're, they're renegotiating a, a stadium for the Clippers, right? right. Like, in Inglewood, mm-hmm. so that's in tops. Like you can't just ignore
0: that. And he paid, he
3: paid 400 it. million for that lawsuit against. Uh, that's right, and that's against, James uh, Dolan. Against yeah. James Dolan, so, already, so that's big got, money. I think
0: they already got the the forum. That's what I'm saying. The stadium too. Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: yeah, what I'm saying. So they, have, they already have plans to build a stadium for yeah. the Clippers.
1: So would you two be upset if you decided to take it to Seattle?
2: I wouldn't be upset, like... Not a true fan. You know, like, it's, not, it's not I'm not a true fan. I, a true I just, fan. I
1: mean... I, I was upset when Bennett be upset. took <laughs> the Sonics to Oklahoma. Yep. And Schwartz, the CEO of Starbucks, said that he was not going to take them to Oklahoma. And that's why we sued and went to Supreme Court to try to get the Sonics back. Money won. And my friends and I boycotted Starbucks for so long. <laughs> they because didn't drink we're, Star- you still don't drink Starbucks. That's how pissed.
2: Until I give you $25. That, for you. That's how pissed
1: <laughs> I, I was. So it's kind of interesting that you say it. Uh, it's not that. I
2: mean, I don't know. I don't think they'll change it to, to Seattle Sonics. I don't think they'll change it back to that if, if that does happen. But I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Not in our lifetime, at least.
1: I, I hope it does. You know,
2: so. Uh,
3: I mean, after a few more losses. As a I Lakers think it'll fan, happen. as a Lakers fan, I would like to see him out. Um, it, it was cute, and it was like the little brother when the Clippers made that run with B. Diddy back in 0506 I cheered for them. You know, uh, I actually have a little bit of a connection to the Clippers. When I was in high school, I talked to Ra- uh, Ralph. No, Rob.
2: Ralph Laurel.
3: Ralph Lohler. Lohler, um Ralph Lawler. Lawler. Uh, and the Clippers PR guy was amazing. He was super accommodating. Oh, you told me story. Uh, I tried going to the Lakers yeah. PR guy to get, you know, Lakers uh, crew. Super dick. You know, he was an asshole. John Black. And uh, Clippers PR guy. <laughs> Say his name. Say his name. his name. I forget his name. I forget his name. His first name is Rob. Put me through with Ralph and helped me with the school project, right? Yes, So I had this kind of love for the Clippers. Um, when Blake got drafted, um, I sat courtside. I had a friend that had courtside tickets. We went to games. Wells Fargo gave us tickets, you know, my, my employer. Mm. So I kind of have a history. I'm like, okay, dude. When the moment that Chris Paul came to town and then this, all these changes started happening where, oh, Lakers are better than the Clippers. Lakers are better than the Clippers. That's when I started losing respect. Come on. You have to accomplish something in order for that to be.
2: No, no, no. But I, I think some, the, the Laker fans, I think my argument to that is the team that was okay. coming up that Clipper team that was coming up was better than the yes. Lakers,
3: and you have better seasons. No, no, no. But absolutely, but, but your
2: argument, your argument was like, "Yo, you gotta have some history." Obviously, we're not th- discrediting what the Lakers have done to the city of Los Angeles. The town belongs to the Lakers. I'm not gonna discredit that. However, this town is big enough to have another team. No, it's not. And and <laughs> they, there's there's they, the, the team that was coming up. That, that's, that was starting to build some credibility until two fucking 3-1, like, blown. 3 3-1. Three, two. Three for Doc. Two for the Clippers. Oh, okay. Two, 3-1. Blown lead. Seriously, you you can't, like, build a, a, a sustainable, quote-unquote, success if that keeps happening. Of course. So, I'm not, again, Lakers, LA's your town. I, I don't even think like the Clippers are trying to take it. It's like Clippers just want to like be part of like that Los Angeles like team, right? Like the Rams, like the Dodgers, like the, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's to me.
1: You know, you know how I knew when I moved to LA that this was definitely a Lakers town.
0: Is everywhere you see is Lakers flag?
1: No. Um. So my friend was friends with a cheerleader, um, on the Clippers, mm-hmm. right? So I actually have been to more Clippers games than Lakers, All right? So. Um, you, you take me there. There's probably like a hundred people there max, and so uh, we were able to sit like in the 100 level seats. Yeah, seats. Yeah. And then after the game, we would go eat with the cheerleaders, and DeAndre Jordan also joined us. And it was like it, it, it was like at the Yard House or something, like one of the places. Yeah, one of the right there in LA. There. Like, yeah, yeah. And literally nobody cared. They just walked in and nobody cared. And so we would get tickets all the time, but when it was against the Lakers, that's when we couldn't get tickets. Right. right.
3: So that's that's when I, I think it was like 2009 2010. Bill Simmons when he moved here from you know the sports guy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. when he moved here from Boston he got season tickets and he would go and see the best teams coming to town. Yeah, and he he talks about this a lot. That's why he kind of is a low key Clippers fan. Uh, probably not anymore if you listen to this podcast now. <laughs> but uh, you know it, the, uh, there was yeah. that there there's that availability with the Clippers that you don't get with the Lakers. The Lakers are all exclusive and it pisses me off as a Laker fan too sometimes. But. Um, you know the the, the the, I think the the fast jump to try to get to that Lakers level. That's what rubbed me the wrong way.
1: Yeah. Well, what we want to do is uh, uh you know obviously we've been beating you guys down, <laughs> um, <laughs> with being a Clippers fan. <laughs> but I I'm, I'm very very oh. intrigued to see why you even became a Clippers fan because me I'm truly a Sonics fan and my second team was the Lakers. You know during the uh the Magic Johnson days. But Clippers never crossed my mind mm-hmm. uh, when it when, when we talk about LA. So. When we come back, I want to ask you two both how you became Clippers fans and, more importantly, why you became Clippers fans. There you go. Justify When we come back, we'll talk about that. All right, all right, all right. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot.
2: All right, y'all. As devastated as
1: I am, I'm bringing it back. Part two of uh, the Clipper debacle. Yeah, and, and if you listen to part one, obviously, we talked a lot about what happened or actually in the Clippers stance, what didn't happen. Damn, dude. And also, if you notice, we have a Clippers fan that is actually <laughs> gone. So from part one, Henry had left, and I think um, we have we hurt his feelings. No. And that's why he didn't He's join us. He's on a uh, business call outside my house <laughs> right now. <laughs> are you now. sure? He's probably calling somebody uh, for help, right? <laughs> He's like, are the, Clippers, are the Clippers going to Seattle? I need to, I need to, I'm freaking out right now. He so. needs an inside scoop. So obviously, he is <clears throat> not with us right now, so we've only got one technical... Uh, Clippers fan um, in 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 our show or on our show right now um, but, but I want to ask you what's I mean how did you become a Clippers fan?
2: Yeah. Um how? Yeah. So <clears throat> I I'll, I'll give you guys a little um, little history background. Is that Henry? Are you done with your phone call? Yeah, okay. All right.
1: Yeah, come through. Come through. come through. come through. come through. Did you uh you're done crying, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great job, okay. dude. Join us. We, we don't ruin the podcast.
3: Had
1: had <clears throat> he had to cry. Um, so, Migs, tell, tell us why uh, or how you became a Clippers fan. Well, I'll,
2: g- I'll give a little history background of the organization, right? So, the Clippers, do you guys know how long the Clippers have
3: been around? Since they were the Braves? Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, guessing it, 50 years. Yeah,
2: 1970. So, this was the 50th year. Oh, wow. So, so, how special would have been, right, for us to actually have a breakthrough to get to the conference finals, even the finals, maybe win it all. I don't freaking know, you know, like it would have been very special, right? We were starting off Buffalo Braves, San Diego Clippers uh, back in 78 and then became the Los Angeles Clippers in 84, Mm -hmm. right? And then since then LA Clippers. And then, so I became a fan. When did I become a fan? I became a fan when I moved here from the Philippines. Originally,
1: did you know there were the Clippers? Yeah, when yeah, you're we, in the Philippines,
2: dude, we watch NBA. Dude, you act like the Clippers. I mean, the the Philippines is like a fifth world country, bro. No, I'm no, right. I'm no. just saying it's not but the most popular. The,
3: the most popular teams get the exposure. So my original
2: team back in, back at home was the Pacers because I was a big Reggie Miller fan. You guys know that. Yeah, like yeah. I have all the jerseys. Yeah. You like losers, <coughs>
3: period. Ain't never <laughs> won a chip either.
2: Shut your mouth. <laughs> I. <coughs>
3: So I, Reggie Miller to himself. I, I
2: just so I, I don't know if you guys know, but like in the Philippines, like we as kids, we gravitate towards shooters, like, okay. like a ton, like you know, like just shooters. Period, right? You don't okay. say. Like Ray, like like Ray Allen, like was one of my biggest like idols back in the day. Okay, <clears throat> you know, even like the PBA guys that like I adore, like that I look up to, were like all shooters, you know. So, but <clears throat> originally I, I was a pacer fan back at home and also a magic fan i was a big anthony hardaway fan like obsessed with penny Mm. and then when my parents uh decided to bamboozle us kids and uh, decided to stay in the states and not go back home and let me play basketball with my sixth grade team you know then like we were in san francisco for like six months to live with my grandparents i was a kings fan when i got here originally Okay. Like, because I like Jason Williams and Chris Webber.
3: And Doug Christie, okay. probably.
2: Yeah, and Doug Christie, yeah. And then when we moved down south, <clears throat> I okay, just PSA, I I was a Laker fan at one point. <laughs> oh, oh okay. now the truth like comes out. every so, Clippers fan. So, no, no, no. So, I'll say this. Eddie Jones was my favorite. Okay. I got salty when it's they nice. brought Kobe in. Because Nick, Nick the Quick and Eddie Jones were like my two favorite Clippers, uh, Lakers of all time. And then they bought Kobe in and then they traded EJ yep. to Miami. Yep. And I was really salty about that because I felt like that duo was going to be good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they were good for like a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so, and then next thing you know, I started gravitating towards like, I don't know, for some reason, like I watched this Clipper game and I was like, oh, then they won the game. But I knew they sucked. But the following year is when they drafted like Lamar and Hugh Rich. Mm. And Keon Dueling, right? They had mm. dumbass Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston, two, three years after that. Oh my that. God. But like the, the Lamar Odom, Darius Miles, Q Rich era was. The team that got me really became a fan of the Clippers just because it was so f- much fun to watch. I didn't care if they were losing. I knew they. I knew they sucked. You know, I was still rooting for Sacramento because you guys they were going up against the Lakers throughout those years. You know, I was going. I was rooting for Portland to beat the 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 Lakers. You know, how'd that go? Obviously, <laughs> it didn't go well, right? All, all I'm saying is shut the f- up, all right? Like, okay. let me speak, dog. <laughs> and then, like, so. I became a Clipper fan that way where Corey Maggette, oh El- Elton Brand, like, and then they, they got squad. BD. And then they got BD. And they, got, they got Squad. All these players, squad. Katina Mobley, right? And oh then they, they didn't know that Katina Mobley moved to Laguna Beach. And next thing you know, I was playing ball with Katina Mobley. Yep. You know, like, and it, it was crazy. So that made me really become a Clipper fan. And just being like that underdog like that no one really wanted to like root for i just felt like i was that kid too like coming from the philippines not really knowing a lot of people here i had to make my own friends i had to figure shit out like i felt like i was an underdog so i gravitated towards a team that was like that where no one was really looking at you and then once you started really making some some heat some noise then people started looking at you exactly what happened right the only thing that's different between me and the clippers is i don't disappoint that's the only thing you know like and
1: all right. so <laughs> Henry, that's how I view it. Right? <laughs> 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 I, ju- I just, I just it blanked did that. out after that. Did that. <laughs> so Henry, is your story similar to Mix's? Yeah,
0: it's, it's similar, but except, you know, uh, so I like the Clippers because uh, when I came to the States, my brother has already been a Cl- Clippers fan. Okay. So every, all, the, all the games we watch, we always root for the Clippers and it just kind of grew on me. Okay. And as I watch more, Basketball, I was like, man, yeah, the Clippers, same as the you know, Clippers, Clippers is the underdog, and they're really fun to watch. And I know we suck, but it's still fun to watch them, you know. So that's how I became a Clippers fan, and I stuck through the thick and thin. You know, the 2005-2006 playoff, dude, that sucked. Oh, but you I mean, mean, it was
3: good, but it sucked. Yeah,
0: yeah, it sucked, but, you know, like, I just like that underdog <clears> mentality. But now in the current Clippers, I'm a little, man, like, you, they just need to shut the fuck up i respect bit, you, you know?
3: guys for sticking with it mm.
1: i mean i i know how that <clears throat> feels because i mean i'm a sonics fan yeah. mm-hmm. so when you talk about one of the worst teams i mean i think clippers now could say that they're, they're probably one of the worst basketball teams uh, but for the longest time the sonics were horrible and you know at least you guys have a team still the difference to, is to, you to guys afford.
2: actually have a championship you guys you have, have just one squad just one do you know what year
1: 70s 78 no yeah. 73 yeah Ooh. yeah so i mean we have we have one, but i mean it, i mean we don't have a team anymore so i i understand the whole you're rooting for the underdog you're rooting you know for those guys i mean i i, I love the battle between like you know jordan versus like gary payton yeah, and yeah, trash yeah, talking yeah. Oh, like yeah, that yeah. that was very <laughs> memorable for me and always cherish that that moment but we don't have a team so i i completely understand how you feel so you
2: wouldn't go for oklahoma like you wouldn't claim oklahoma as your team i would
1: never claim okc i would never claim okc Fuck okc i would never so
2: to answer your question (laughs) earlier i probably would do do the same i don't think i can claim seattle whatever the name is if the clippers if the clippers move right it's just because you just have that pride right like you don't they never came from that city you know so
1: absolutely absolutely i respect that Mm -hmm. were you always a lakers fan
3: yeah well no uh, oh, yeah.
2: Uh, what? He's got two teams, also, by the way.
3: Series, the series that got me to be a Lakers fan was that King series he's talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But at first, I didn't even really like basketball when I came here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I started falling in love with Tracy McGrady.
0: Ooh, wait, the, the magic, magic, or, yeah,
3: or magic? The Magic, Magic. Oh, yeah. Magic Tracy. Uh, bought the shoes, the jersey, yeah, yeah. his, his T Mac line, everything. Um, but obviously, I didn't see too many. Team Mac games. And then I think it was we're at some baseball party for the end of the season and they were mm-hmm. playing the Lakers Kings game. And that's when I fell in love with the Lakers. And so you switched during the game when you're rooting for. Maybe yeah, I went that from, that I went from <laughs> shooting. I went from being a Team Mac fan to being a, a fan of an actual team.
1: Yeah, he also
2: switched during our third period, like when we were playing basketball. He be, he for some odd reason started um, showed up with a Steph Curry jersey. He changed his jersey to a Steph Curry. Let me jersey tell you
3: why during uh, halftime. Let me tell you why during our league game. Just a quick story on that. uh, 2011, uh 2010, 2011. Yeah, uh, we get swept by the Maps. In my head, I'm like, this is it, end of an era.
0: Like, okay.
3: Know, I even wrote on Facebook, "I love you, Lakers." <laughs> I was so sad, you know. But I, for some reason, I was like. This is it. Like, I don't think we're winning another one. Mm. Uh, Chris Paul failed trade. All that stuff happened. Um, and then I was actively rooting for Memphis. You know, they had some really tough series oh. against the Clippers and the Warriors, you know, back and forth. Oh, uh, A couple couple years. Yeah. And I chose the Warriors because I was like, this is it. This is the best chance for the Lakers to keep their throne in L.A. is the Warriors will stand in the way. So yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was my yeah. main reason. Yeah. The other reason I didn't like LeBron, I have to admit it. But now I love him, um, and I don't want LeBron to get another one, to get to another five, one. to get to uh, more than Kobe. That was my whole thing. You didn't, you didn't like I, LeBron.
2: I didn't like. Him I, I don't think he will get more than
3: Kobe. We he's, don't know now. This is his fifth, right? If he wins. No, it. no, no. This is fourth.
0: Oh, if he, he, he wins, won't.
3: He won't. But in Kobe. my mind, I, I protecting that legacy is so Kobe. important for the Lakers and for Kobe. Yeah, if yeah, the Clippers win, that's it. Oh, not only is it an eminent era, beginning of a new one. Yeah, yeah. If, if LeBron wins, then Kobe, you know, to me, what, doesn't become the best. What didn't you best. like about LeBron? Uh, when I really started paying attention was this year that he lost against Durant the first time. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, he when, really... Against the, the Warriors. Against the Warriors. Okay. And he really, really started... Um, You know, it wasn't just about basketball, but it was about social issues and social causes. And I was like, and then I also saw, dude, this guy's leaving it all on the court. No help, pretty much, with all the superstars that he plays with. All the stars that he plays with. And I was like, man, he's he's, he's really, like, leaves it all on the court. So that's when I changed. Oh,
1: that's shocking. I've always liked LeBron. I remember when he first came to the league, and everybody was criticizing him, like, "Oh, he can't ever be as good as you know Kobe or, or Jordan or whatever."
3: Or Jordan, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, he's an amazing athlete. Like from oh, a yeah. high school player till you know now. I mean, he's always been great. I mean, I, I think about that about Zion. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, if yeah. he could be like you know, uh, you know, not get injured, I think he's going to be one of the greatest players as well. Too. I mm-hmm. did bring that up in, in, the, past, yeah, yeah, um, in like the past, top yeah. top one hundred in yep. you know, basketball players. But I mean, Shout those out, I guys from when they start that young. I mean, those guys are designed to become really, really good. You know, yeah. so I've I've always liked LeBron. Everybody yeah. criticized me in the past, though. Yeah, for being a LeBron fan.
2: I think a lot of people just criticize LeBron. Period. You know, just because of, how, they, like, I don't think they people want to have him part of the discussion with Kobe and Michael. Right. Like, you know, <clears throat> I think that was the biggest thing. Right. Like, because people see those two as like the goat. Goat. LeBron's just a different goat, and I think we all talked about it. Yeah. You know, he's just a freakishly different goat. I mean, in the finals
3: that he's lost, he's been the best player on the losing team. Mm -hmm. And that's just that just speaks volumes. I mean, how many times you ever see that, you know, Um, and self-made father of three without a father in his life he made uh, you know he, he got his friends and positions of power to make yeah, impact so i mean it, what's not to love yeah. i mean yeah. i was just an asinine idiot you know yeah yeah. up
1: so. but i mean what it, about like like when when people criticize
3: him flopping yeah i mean who doesn't flop in the NBA yeah. I, 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 I nowadays? And and NBA he played and with anderson verja who's the biggest flopper so of course he's gonna up on rub off on you you know you remember that guy man that that guy should have been suspended for so much
1: flopping <laughs> I don't know if I'll get criticized for saying this but I I think that a lot of times people do foul LeBron oh yeah. I think the way that he's built and the way that he plays like he's designed for somebody to foul him and I think he doesn't get a lot of the calls yeah when, yeah
3: when I, I, I agree on that
0: trying to bring attention yeah. to it I
1: guess yeah and then so when he does like you know kind of flop a little bit like or or flops in general like people criticize him saying that he, he flops a lot but I mean, when they slow it down, he does get fouled so yeah. many times and never gets the calls. Oh,
2: flopping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Clippers definitely flopped that series. Yeah, I Blake like,
3: Griffin and CP3 were pretty good at flopping. I'll tell you that. Just like you the know. Clippers,
2: man. Blake, Blake is better,
3: though. <laughs> Blake's a better
2: <laughs> flopper, though. Yeah. I, mean,
1: I mean, speaking of them, like, you, you brought up that they were probably one of the best teams <clears throat> as far as for the Clippers. Are there un- any other players that were acquired that you were like, I wish we had retained them? And then they oh just, my, let's oh, talk about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. question. Yeah.
2: That's the best
1: question you've asked, JP. <laughs> Ever?
0: Ever. Oh my God. In our oh show. My God. Ever. All right, kick spot, I'm out.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so if we're talking about like who we should have kept and then who we should have traded throughout the years, I mean, a plethora, you know, especially in, in recent times right now, right? One of them. Let's just talk about the most recent one, all right? Who did we give up our fucking seven years of future for?
3: Alexander. SGA.
2: SGA. We gave up this kid. Shea Gilgis Alexander.
3: Generational Gilgis. talent.
2: Gen- I don't know about generational, but he's definitely, I feel like, a, an all-star. I mean, and he's playing next to not only the greatest leader in the NBA this at this age, mm-hmm. right? But the one that's you, that you considered... Maybe besides Nate Alchibald, Isaiah Thomas, the point guard, like the quintessential point guard, yeah. Chris Paul. You're learning from that guy and you're going to continue to learn from that guy. We gave that kid up. I don't care about Danilo. Danilo is always going to be a 17, 16, 18 point per game player. Yeah. But like SGA was the kid. Oh. But we gave up somebody that didn't even show up game seven, right? <clears throat> that barely showed up during the first round. Finally showed up in the second round, right? But when when things mattered, he didn't show up, right? Kawhi, Kawhi did, Kawhi did everything. I can't. get He that was gassed. Kawhi. He was gassed, and I'm you not... can tell he was gassed yeah. in Game Seven, right?
1: Yeah, I saw that meme.
2: Yeah, that was. That's, that's 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 one player. Another player that I felt like we should have never gave up. To be honest with you, that we I felt like could have beaten that Rockets team could have beaten you know, any of the Golden State team, was Darren Collison. We, we didn't have a, a, a solid backup. I felt like if, if we kept Darren Collison, we, we definitely could have gotten at least to the Western Conference Finals with him, Blake, him coming off the bench, you know, because I, I felt like we had the squad. Where did and, he go? Pacers. The Pacers.
3: Yeah. He he was, was traded guess. to the Pacers, Or I he just went agent. to the oh, think, free agency? Yeah, free agency yeah.
2: You know, and we didn't re sign him. We also didn't re-sign Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. You know? And we kept the guys that I felt like does I mean, help, but like they, they don't really make the plus minus impact that they should be making, yeah. like those
3: guys, right? Jermichael Green's not gonna be an X Factor. But
2: you know what though, I appreciate Jermichael because he showed up in game seven. Oh, like man, out yeah. of all like we were watching the game and I'm like, yo, he's the only one that's really like really playing. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um Henry, who do you who do you think we should have never gave up?
0: Definitely SGA, I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I was I was really sad when he was gone, man, when he traded man. him and Danilo and seven first round picks. Yeah, seven first crazy, round bro. picks. Going Four back to Blake.
3: That's How about Going back that. to
0: Blake, yeah, going back to Blake, man.
3: Tell me, tell me that. I mean, you, you sign an extension, you do this whole charade. I mean, I'm going to leave it for the next segment because I got some clowning to do about that. But, <laughs> you know, you tell him, oh, you want, we want you to retire as a clipper. And then you, you trade about him. You or Blake? No, Blake. Blake. Oh, yeah. And then you trade him in the middle of the season.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like how the whole thing went down, though. I mean, Blake is I, hard, though. I, yeah, he, I don't know. It's the times I watch Blake, like year, season after season, he just, the more I notice that he slows the game. Yeah, now. yeah, you know, I, I, you I know, get that. So after that, I'm like, okay, we need to make a change but i didn't like how that went down yeah
2: yeah yeah, 100 like no blake dude blake was blake put the clippers on the map yep. of course yep dude there there's a thing there's a thing called lob city for crying out loud mm-hmm. it's because of blake it's because of deandre it's because of cp throwing the lobs we mm-hmm. had an identity and that we never had back in the day for the first
0: time in clippers history <laughs> you know what i'm saying
2: they gave clippers identity bro <clears throat> like that's that's like the the frustrating part the way they dealt blake and it's i just felt like that was so disrespectful yeah, yeah. you know so i mean if we're gonna talk about other like players i mean like eb was El Bray was kind of like on his way out right but like to be honest like i don't know we we like picking up players that were old yeah. paul mo pierce Will, do you guys
0: remember mo williams
2: mo williams
0: oh, mo williams played <laughs> yeah, yeah. chauncey
2: Chauncey, like <laughs> no, Chauncey still was actually pretty, pretty damn good. Like oh. when you know when when he played for us, Sam Cassell put us on the map too. Oh, Sam! Right, Sam Cassell put us on the map too. Like brought us all the way to the second round against Phoenix. We just lost, right? So, and you know, it's it one of those things where it just like we're either we're cursed or we're just we just have we just like having unfortunate circumstances.
1: I think it's just bad leadership. Yes, I, I think that that what. You, you you look at the Lakers organization how they have like a strategic plan. I mean, you get you get LeBron involved in a lot of the conversations as well too. And, and sometimes like analysts like criticize that for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think top if you trust a player like that, that shows how much like trust you have in that person, and, and it's going to show on the court. Okay. And whenever you recruit somebody, it's like, hey, this is like how they treat me, you know, within the organization. I I I don't really hear anything about the Clippers. Um, leadership, but I mean looking at the record too. I mean when doc came in it was like a fresh breath air And that's when you guys had the best um, Record at 57 and 25 and yep. from then on it's like downhill from there So something's got to change I think in the leadership perspective So you can you can you know retain and recruit the right people Well, the doc
3: the, it has to change Right.
2: Well, the yeah. also, you know, I don't know if you guys know but um, for a very long time The clipper organization had a racist owner. Yes, I mean, there's a documentary on Quibi about it, you know. Um, and I mean, Doc held that team together, so I don't necessarily think that there's no leadership in the organization. I think you made a great point as far mm-hmm. as a, an organizational structure that could possibly be better, right? Now we have the money, right? Because Steve Ballmer's a billionaire. Right. We have all the we have all the resources in the world. However, I, I just feel like just like with Mike Dunleavy, back in the day, where he was wearing too big of a hat. Like Mike Dunleavy was the head coach. And the GM. And the GM. And same with Doc. And same with Doc. Like he, I think he's running, I don't know if he's the president of basketball operations. Like, I just feel like every decision has to go through him that either give the coaching position to someone else or stick to coaching and let the personnel acquisitions to Lawrence Frank. Or or whoever, whoever else. Yeah. You know, like
0: And and that's why I'm very grateful for Jerry West.
1: Well when that was a hire like, though. Like we had to get him to, yeah, to have some
2: sort exactly. of order. Well
1: yeah. one yeah. of the interesting things interesting things that you just said was that we have Steve Ballmer, we have the money. Mm-hmm. Right. Which then just tells you that it is leadership that you're lacking. Right? If you have tons of money, you're you're pouring those resources already into the franchise. I mean, think about someone like Mark Cuban. There's a lot of players that would want to, you know, go into uh playing for Mark Cuban I mean there's there's talks about players going into the um the uh, visitor side and the visitor side when they when players walk in is super nice it, sometimes it's better than their home side when they go back home but just think about that mentality when a player goes in there and they say Shit, this is this is the players uh, this is the um you know visitor side I wonder what the home side is going to look like right right just that mentality and that leadership right there tells you a lot about an organization And Steve Ballmer is super rich. I mean, like I said, he's pouring resources in there. I think there's some type of lack of leadership within the organization. There's pieces in there that's
2: missing. 100%. Because if you look at San Antonio, how did did San Antonio build a 20-plus year run? Pop, right? I mean, they have, you know, R.C. Buford, like, one of the best execs. In, in the in NBA history, they right? won
3: five and twenty, right? Five and five championships in twenty years. Yeah, I mean, since that's, their playoff streak started, that's pretty legit. That's amazing.
2: You know, I mean, Toronto, right? I mean, great leadership in Toronto, also. Yep. I mean, I think every organization has great leadership, unless you're the Knicks, you know, like just <laughs> fucking shitty ass Knicks <laughs> ownership. But other than that, like I think every single team really has leadership. But I think to your point there's a disconnect in in the Clippers organizational leadership structure that has to change because, I mean, to be honest, if you don't have great leaders, you won't be able to attract Kawhi or PG to come play with you. Of course. Like you, you have to have some leadership in there.
1: Well, I I can tell you the reason why we lost a, a team in Seattle was because of leadership. If you talk to, if you look at documentaries of like Gary Payton talking, he talks a lot about how Schwartz had a disconnect with how he wants to run the organization the Starbucks model is all about the employees. And so he was running the organization where it was all about the Sonics players and their players would always tell him, it's about the fans, it's not about us. And they would always say that and little by little, they would start losing all these fans. So it definitely to me is some type of lack of leadership in there, but you know. Man, Seattle could have had a great run with Russ,
3: James. Can you imagine?
1: Can you imagine?
3: Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah. That's like the second coming of Rashard Lewis, Ray Allen.
3: And it's not that small of a market. I mean, no, Amazon, Amazon's small up there. No, bro, Seattle's big, bro. Seattle, Seattle per is capita big. is the
1: richest state in the nation. Yeah, bro, made, wow. you got, Seattle's I big. Yeah, Amazon, Microsoft, you got two of the richest people up there. Starbucks, Costco, I mean, Nintendo. You got all these big-ass yeah. companies yeah. yep. that are there. And it's very disappointing to see that we don't even have a team and, and Sacramento has a You team. know what? Karma, they'll never win a championship. I'm bringing that up. Sacramento has a team. And actually, there's a. I remember we invested forty two million dollars into getting the Kings and the NBA organization. Oh, to that's said right. No. They said no. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because there's somebody that doesn't like Seattle. I remember that from from what happened that. in the past. I don't know if it's like Stern or somebody. It was but, probably Stern. He's just an um, asshole. Yeah, yeah, but rotten house. Does, someone doesn't like Seattle in general. And even when the NBA said that they we we want more money, we gave it to them. And so, uh, so we, and we still don't have a team. So wow. I
2: feel you. Yeah. It, I feel you, man. It's That's,
1: horrible. It's, it's rough. You know, I, I'm obviously getting upset, but um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting riled up because I want a I want a true team uh, up in Seattle. But you know, as we're you know in these like group chats with all of us, I remember when um, when the, when the Clippers lost, Franco was going off. Right, Franco was that. just going off and. If we could just bring up some of the text messages and read them off oh, and, in the next segment, that would be amazing. We'd uh, be happy to. But it was it was basically a two hour rant, and we don't have a two hour show. No, we'll, we'll and our time away. is up at part two. So we come back and and, and go into part three. Uh, Oh, man, I'm excited about Franco's rent here. <laughs> All right. You are listening to KickSpot. You are listening to KickSpot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here at the KickSpot. Part three edition of I don't even know what we're going to call this. We're going to call this uh, Life of a Clipper fan. The, um, the uh, best team in L.A.? Nah, mm-hmm. Life is of that, a Clipper that, fan. Well, we're not talking about the
2: Lakers. That's joke in L.A.? So that's uh, <laughs> We're
1: talking about the Clippers. We can put that <laughs> in small, yeah. uh, small fine print. Yeah. Um, but as you can see, uh, Henry has <clears throat> left us again. So after part one and part two, he's obviously been crying. So he's outside because his team has lost. No, he's on a business call. Uh huh. Right. Business call is what we talk about. But mm-hmm. you know, Migs, uh, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you? How do you really feel about being a Clippers fan? <laughs> be be completely honest. Uh.
2: I will say, I'm. I'm proud to be a Clipper fan, just because of, like, what I think we've accomplished, especially in the last, I would say, uh, since the year 2003.
3: What when, what, what we, exactly is that, sir? You know,
2: uh, I just think that we have progressed. You know, in, in that in that short amount of span, you know? I think um, you have a
1: really different Western definition of proud. Conference. So,
2: anywho. Finals. Shut your ass up. <laughs> um, however, you know, uh, to, to be, a, you, you have to go through like the, you know, the shit, like the trolling and shit like that. And you really got to go through, you know, dumbass Franco here. You
3: do it to yourselves. What do you mean? Yeah, to everybody, to everybody on the team was talking championship. Bro. Everybody. Hell yeah. So what have you accomplished? Tell me that.
2: All I'm saying is, there's the first 50 years of the Clippers, like, run. Now we got the new 50 years. All right? <laughs> this next 50 years going to be different. It's the same years. No, it's going to be different. I'm telling you right now. But to answer the genius original question, how do I really feel becoming a Clippers yes, fan? Yes, please, answer that. Yeah, like, real talk. Like, I'm... I'm proud to be a Clever fan. You know, it, 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 it definitely is hurtful. Like, it, it it hurts a lot, especially when fucking two, three, one series <laughs> leads are blown by the same coach, yeah. <laughs> you know? and But again, I, there, there's things that I'm very, very hopeful for. And that's the thing. It's like you're always just hopeful for something. So it, it's, it's painful to go through until you get over the hump. And for us, Clipper fans, we're just finally waiting to get over the hump. We felt like it was going to be this year, right? But unfortunately, it's not. We have another year to look forward to next year. We're going to keep rooting for the squad, right? But at the same time, it is devastating, my brothers. Devastating to go through the shitty days, just like what happened on Tuesday. On a Game 7... And literally, the game hasn't even been ended yet. <clears throat> and the group chat on Instagram and on the text... It's going to keep coming. Was already going off on my phone. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's not a pretty sight. But
1: if you're really a fan of a team, you got to stick by that team, bro. Well, it's, in, it's very interesting because in part one... When I asked uh, the question, how did you become a Clippers fan? All I got was that for Henry, it was my brother brought me up as a Clippers fan. Yep. For you, it was I switched teams like maybe three times.
2: Yeah, but I've stuck with the Clippers since, like, since and 2000. And in the text
1: message, it looked like there was some type of subliminal message in there. And we could probably <laughs> talk about that a little bit later. But we do have proof. We have proof. What are you talking about? That there is a logo of some sort. That was brought out, which kind of got me a little bit confused.
2: It's getting hot in here.
1: <laughs> 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 I, I, I just don't know why you would continue to be a, a
3: Clipper fan. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, what y- have they done for you? I mean, you, you see you see like the potential, you know and, what I mean? And what potential, bro? In Chicago, before the club, the Cubs won in 2016. I've been a Cubs fan since I came to this country in '98. Before they won, it was always wait till next year, wait yeah, till next year, yeah, right. wait till next, wait till what? At least the Cubs won one in 1908. The Clippers haven't done anything. Yo, anything. R- real talk though. I just want to first, you
2: know, give a quick shout out to Queer Ralph. Queer Ralph, shout out to you. You were actually the uh, main inspiration on why we did this episode. So he made this great point to me when I was like talking to him. My Queer Ralph was like, yo, Miggs, like,
1: like, it seems
2: like you're in a toxic relationship, bruh. Like, you know, like those memes. He's <laughs> yeah. like, dude, it's, it's you know, like that relationship where like you know like they're bad for you oh yeah but you just keep coming back to them like you're in that relationship bro i was like god damn like yeah you're right dude like it's it's painful and you're just waiting for them
1: to change and like you'll never change it's not gonna happen you know like i mean they did change they 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 brought an all-star i mean they brought an mvp but like they 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 would do like the,
2: the minimum they do the minimum for you to stay but it's so toxic that, like, the, the big part is never gonna change. No, but bringing Kawhi is not a minimum. No, I know that, fam. I'm yeah. just saying, it, it just feels like a toxic relationship. That's what it feels like. You know, those toxic memes about, like, you know, future being like this misogynistic, like, dude like, yeah. that's teaching all these dudes how to be, like, the toxic dude? Kings. Like, the kings, you know, like, they belong to the streets type of thing. Yeah. Like, that's the relationship I feel like, dude. Being a Clipper fan, they're bro. chewing
3: you up and spin you out every yeah. season. Like, and I'm Keep the watching.
2: chick, and I'm the chick, you know. And the Clippers is fucking future,
1: it, you know. And and in a toxic relationship, it gets so far and you end up leaving. So when is that gonna happen? When do
2: you draw the line? I don't know, man. I don't know. I I'm, I'm picking a second team, bro.
1: Who? <laughs> Who is, is that? Is that a an <laughs> yes. Okay. Big a second team, right? Is, is that an announcement?
2: I'm still a Clipper sorry. fan. I'm still a Clipper fan. I'm just adding a team. Yeah.
3: <laughs> For everybody at home, we got the Heat right behind us. And this morning, guy's been yeah. taking peak, uh, peaks <laughs> at the at the game. Series 2-0, and, baby. Uh, he's already saying, he's already got his eye on a team, on a replacement. <laughs> it's not a replacement,
2: dog. Well,
3: it sounds like a replacement. No, it it's, like like a a replacement. Re-
2: it's not a replacement. It's not a replacement.
3: It sounds like a reflection. It's just, I,
2: it's just when I
1: get hurt, I go to the heat. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the that was the actual logo that was displayed on yeah. our on our group chat yeah. here. No, I'm just saying like, I, uh, why did you bring that up? I think they're built to to win it all. You know, as I'm <laughs> <laughs> as I'm editing this. As I'm editing this, there's gonna be like
3: little comments about I'm gonna switch teams. Yeah. From Mix. No. (laughs) Screenshot it and put it up. No. Screenshot it. You gotta do it. (laughs) Nah, you said it. Own it.
2: No, I'm saying like, I just think like I'm rooting for for Miami. I think they're good.
1: You're rooting for them or are you switching teams?
2: I'm not switching teams.
1: Okay, it's totally going on. (laughs) (laughs) Because in the group chat, it does say I'm switching teams. (laughs) Hey,
2: when you're mad in a toxic relationship, you say shit that you tell us you don't mean, okay? Like, that's the relationship. I, when you get mad, you sometimes say shit that you don't mean because at that time, you're just so heated and you're so passionate about leaving that person <laughs> that sometimes you don't really mean it,
3: okay? Yeah. You, uh, you, you think you're like, you finally have the courage to do it, but then you don't end up doing, doing it. Yeah, man.
1: <clears throat> you know, just, I'm a simp, bro. So if if the Heat win the championship, I'm going to the parade. <laughs> Of course, of course you are. Good. Yeah. We're all going to Miami, of course. <laughs> South they Beach. should make a meme for you. <laughs> yeah. The Clippers jersey of Homer. <laughs> and then
2: the Heat jersey. Tyler Hero. <laughs> Tyler I'm Hero buy, I'm I'm buying Tyler Hero jersey. Yeah. Oh. League fits. Yo, no. yeah, first of all, he's like first league league fit, you know, fit on you know Tyler Hero. So shout out to the kid. Best shooter in the game right now. You know, next to Klay Thompson.
1: So someone. when when uh, the Clippers lost Franker, how
3: did how did you realize?
2: oh man I was how did so you happy. feel?
3: I was oh, I was man. driving with my girlfriend and so your was, girlfriend text messaged me yeah, also. Oh well, my girl's clowning him. Shout, shout out to Shaza, baby girl, <laughs> girl, love you. So she's holding up the phone for me. We're watching. I'm driving, and I just see this lead, and and I see the Clippers can't get over the hump, you know, in the fourth quarter, and I'm like, I was clapping in the car, mind you, I'm driving, see and D-less. I'm celebrating like like. Like the lakers won a championship that's how passionate and heated i was
1: oh i mean i could see all the messages and i messaged miggs and i was
3: like hey is franco drunk
1: yeah. <laughs> that's I, the first I thing i said it, bro i was just he's I was like pure, no, that's just how he is
3: pure joy because let me get into this now uh i mean uh doc going back to doc rivers his yeah. biggest accomplishment as a clippers coach is covering up the lakers banner if i'm the lakers if i'm the clippers coach i'm sorry if i'm the clippers coach i don't cover up the banner i use that as motivation look at what they have we yeah. play in their building that's our building number one we play in their building and you're going to cover up our banners with a face of jj reddick that's right and austin rivers
1: oh that, Come that's off. what you're referencing yeah I, I i actually didn't know yeah
3: so every time the clippers so what, home game, what was up there before the Lakers banners. Okay. And every time it's a Clippers home game, they cover up the banners with these pictures, these pictures oh. the Clippers can't even put anything. A, a Western Conference finals on there. Oh. So they have J.J. Redick. So they had: <clears> J- <throat> They used to. Now J.J's gone. DeAndre. Uh, so number one, that's what pisses me off. The lack of respect. Who the hell do you think you are?: Doc Rivers. Glenn. Cool story, Glenn. <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? Shouts out Draymond. Draymond. Uh Number two. Uh, it, it, you just you do this to yourselves. You do this to yourselves. Um, this was this was a year of karma. Uh, Trez last year, I, I respect. I, I gained respect for Trez with the whole Luca thing this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a man to do that. But last year he was talking shit to the Lakers fans. Um, this year talking shit to the Lakers fans. Uh, Pat Beverly talking about, oh, we got the next five years. It's year one. You don't have this year, so you got the next four years. Back that up, right? So it, 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 that just made me so happy. Just seeing this dude fail. Number one, go back to go back to Europe, bro. Go play in Europe. You're not NBA material.
2: First team, baby. Oh,
3: come on, dude. You're All not defense. NBA. Second team, actually. This is second what? team. Jamal threw him up and spit him out. Okay. So, and, and you know, like I said earlier in the podcast, there's this thing about the Clippers. Like they were cute up until a certain period when um, when David Stern fucked up the trade for us. Rescinded the trade. And, you know, I, I'm never going to forget Dan Gilbert. The small market teams are getting screwed over. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And you got LeBron, Dan Gilbert. Well, no, that that was when LeBron was in, in Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They rescind the trade. And then somehow Chris Ball still ends up in LA, but with the Clippers. And so that pissed oh, me yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. That pissed yeah. me off completely. I was more of like a hammer in the in the coffin. You guys
2: get pissed off for every player that doesn't come to your squad that you guys want.
3: That's fine, dude. It's L.A. You're supposed to want to be here. Exactly, you're supposed to want to be here. Okay, it's L.A. Now I understand situations like the Knicks. You wouldn't want to go there because the shit show. But L.A., you're gonna want to come to L.A. You're gonna want to come to the Lakers, not a franchise that's been an embarrassment like the Clippers. Okay, <laughs> not an embarrassment. Bro. And. and Last but not least, it, it, it's it's just I'm going back to Doc Rivers, the clown. He's had the talent that he's had, not just Chris Paul, DeAndre, J.J. Reddick, Jamal Crawford, Lou Will, all the guys on the team now. Griffin, um, right. Darren Collinson, right? He played. Yeah, great. bro. All this talent. Think about the talent that this dude has had and he's only one, had one championship. Bro, circumstances play a part. Like, look, look at the West during those times. I'm not crying about the Lakers losing the 08 finals. We got our asses kicked. You know what I mean? But the dude couldn't replicate it. He had KG. He had T-Mac in his prime, bro. And this dude only has one championship to show for it. And now he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take the blame. But, oh, by the way, uh, we weren't together that long. You had a, a full year. Yeah free agency was july of last year you had a full year mm-hmm. so and and you had the pandemic in the way i totally understand that i thought
2: it's talking about paul george
3: no 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 yeah pandemic p <laughs> you had the pandemic in the way. another clown uh <laughs> pandemic in the way and and if anything it brings an opportunity to have more cohesion because you have a second training camp okay and paul george Oh, we weren't competing for a championship this year, guys. What the fuck are you talking about? I was going to bring that up. I Actually, I didn't watch the,
1: the, post, um, you the post. You yeah, know it, what it, he it, was I didn't saying, watch it at all. But I, I saw, like, maybe two hours later, it was all over about Paul Paul George making an excuse. Yeah. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? That's that's not a leadership right They're there.
3: Not a, not, which we know and, he's not a leader. And, 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 and same was, thing. I, I heard that Dog was also making excuses. Yeah. I mean stop making excuses own up to it you got beat you didn't make adjustments and and exactly I said that in the first part no, and kudos to you how is it you as a fan has more insight and sees it different than a, than a freaking player who's playing the game Paul Georgie oh, get a series the first series I'm not James Harden you're still a 25 point a game shooter yeah and scorer. what are you talking about you're not James Harden nobody's asking you to be James Harden they're asking you to do your job what you were brought here to do bro so it, it karma well deserved and dare i say this because next year if they run it back it's going to be tough but they'll never win a championship wow you heard it here <laughs> well i mean it wouldn't matter because he's going to be a heat fan next year yeah
1: <laughs> so that, it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> next matter year it'll it's be about the second heat. team it's a, it's not, it,
2: this dude's got they're two teams have, they're gonna have heat
3: yeah. and this lakers dude, on this side
1: <laughs>
2: this dude got two teams I'm okay to have two teams. He's got two teams. You got two teams.
1: <laughs> I don't have two teams. I my should, you team's don't have gone. a team. Yeah, my CSC team's team doesn't gone. Exist. My team's gone. So my second option is Lakers. No. Should have been a St. Louis Cardinals fan.
3: So <laughs> hey, rant over. The only reason why Kawhi doesn't get any heat from me is um, he he never has shown that leader, but on the court, he lets his game do the yeah, talking. He does, he does, yeah. And he works his ass off. 100 percent No, it's a, again.
2: It 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 really is tough. And and that's to bring back to your original question on this part, right? Like, how does it really feel? It, it it's tough. It really is. Like you it's it's like it's like growing pains every single year. And it's like sometimes it's not even growing pains, it's just pains. You know, like because you have to you have to deal with the backlash, you have to deal with the trolling, you have to deal with just the unfortunate circumstances that, that they go through. And then you look back at the history and it's like you guys like will never get over the hump. And like us Clipper fans, like we, we just want to see them get over the hump because like what Franco was saying, the talent pool in the past 10 years, 15 years has been there. And for Doc to just show zero Western Conference finalist appearances and just, you know, Paul George coming in and, and, and Kawhi coming in is, is probably his biggest accomplishment, you know.
3: No, I told you what his basic accomplishment was covering up the banners. That's his basic Yeah, whatever, dude. Like, we did it. And, 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 Roll and I, it.
2: And I feel like. He, oh, JJ. He, he definitely could have, I feel like, done a better job keeping that original Chris Paul team. And, and you know, they made that whole um, getting DeAndre back, you know. Oh, my like, God. Like, debacle. Oh, like, my God. You know, forgot like, about that. But the, the, the thing is, it's like you, you felt like they were so close, right? Like you felt that team it was... was it, it was there. It, it was there. It just needed that push. Exactly. Like, dude, we were there. Like, we were there. And then you get this team that you had the talent, right? And you had the squad. But your cohesion is not there. That's the difference between this team and the, the teams in the past. And it's like, when are we going to get it together? Like, when are we going to put the pieces together because if you put those two pieces together that's the f- fucking perfect team bro you know but I guess there's one common denominator and all that it's Doc Rivers right
1: so it's funny I, I chuckled when he was saying that because he was getting so passionate it's like we were there and, and for some reason I feel like next year I'm going to have Deja Vu <laughs>
3: it's going to be the same we, we were, were there, there. Yeah, how <laughs> many times has it happened and yeah. let me just tell you the Clippers have done... It's painful, bro. It's been a comedy of errors uh, throughout the last few years of shooting themselves in the foot. There's always been off-court stuff, whether it's Chris and Blake not getting, uh, not getting along, Blake punching Matthias Testi, the equipment manager in Toronto, because mm. they got in like a fake fight or whatever, mm. and he actually punches and breaks his hand. Oh, I shoot. think that was one of the best yeah. seasons that, that they had. Yeah, man. And that ruined the whole... You know, I didn't, Did he play in the playoffs? I don't remember. Yeah, he did. He did, but he wasn't 100%. Um, you know uh, one of my first playoff games this dude took me to uh, uh clippers jazz and joe johnson hits a game winner that kind of rattles around oh my god <laughs> yeah, and i'm walking so out of there with a Steph jersey and i was, nobody had said anything throughout one dude tried to fight me but i'm walking out of staples I'm center so with a Steph mad, jersey bro and it, it was hilarious you know because it, it was like wow one real clip except for this guy one real clippers fan out here that really feels passionate yeah, enough yeah. to fight me you know because he's getting trolled um you know so many things throughout the years i went to a clippers game where i sat courtside when blake's first season uh ryan gomes you remember him of course dude <laughs> ryan gomes tries to dunk a la, a la blake yeah. misses and i yell out you're not Blake, <laughs> and from behind I hear, "Yo, dude, that's my brother." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, that's cool, that's your brother. Like, you're gonna get mad. I'm not lying. Like, you know." So getting, getting, like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of cute, but at the same time, it's just like, it's sad. It must be sad, because I got 16 reasons to be happy, five that I've seen in my lifetime. You know, I, I can't imagine what you feel like. I told you what i feel like i right? like it sucks dude you know and
2: but again like it's you know if you're, if you're a true sport, i mean i'm a true sports fanatic and true yeah. basketball fan yeah. right and you know sometimes it's like you know being rooting for a team like this like it's fun you know because you, you could see the talent and watching them i mean it's like highlight reel all day but as far as Longevity and as far as like what you've done, what have you done for the city and what have you done for me as a fan? dude? It's it's tough when like you, you, they haven't really done much, you know, and we felt like today was, I'm sorry, this year was the year. You know, we built everything for this year. We load managed for this year, right? And we, we, we made, you know, mid season acquisitions for this year to get tougher to prepare, but. They, you have to show up that's uh, you know the, the the difference is some sometimes like when when the stage gets bigger you know it, it sucks that your team doesn't show up and every other team shows up again like and also credited to, to the nuggets man that stuff two three one deficits you know against the jazz and us and, and and pulling through like that like you want that team right like you want to be part of that right you know and and like, never I, give up and never give up like and sometimes i feel like that like i'll never give up you know but Because I want to see that happen, because I'm going to be elated, right? Like, I'm going to be super elated, like, that first championship that we get. Like, it's going to be like, fuck you guys, you know? Like, we
3: got one. Bro, that that won't even come, even if you (laughs) cryogenically freeze your head, that won't ever come, bro. It's going to come, bro. So the Clippers uh, get a new, dis- new stadium where they're going to remodel for- the form? Is that what's uh, going on? Is it the form? Or they they bought the forum, but they're also building a new one, right? Yeah, yeah, like buy, new yeah one it's it's a yeah. Okay. Yeah, new one in 2024. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Inglewood. So
1: they're going to build that right next to the uh, the, the, the NFL stadium. The SoFi. The Rams. Right. So far. So far. Okay. Yeah, and um, fire, bro. so if, let's say, that next year all the players stayed, okay. what does... What do the Clippers have to do in order for them to actually have a chance? You need a playmaker.
2: I think perfect. Yeah, we need a point guard, like a play legitimate, making, a legitimate one. Get
3: Pat Beverly out.
2: We 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 don't have one. Uh, we have the shooters. We already have the shooters. We just don't have that point guard. Reggie Jackson coming off the bench. It's not that point guard. I feel like he should have just started, as opposed to Pat Bev. I'm not the coach. I don't get. I'm just a. I'm just a fan, right? But, you know, as a fan, I really want to see. Then pick up a point there's talks about like rumors about getting Joel Embiid like I don't know if that's gonna help no um you don't need a big guy no the thing is he's a skilled big guy right and you know we we didn't we didn't have the bigs to to go up against the the length of Denver which gave us a problem it really did give us a problem um but I don't think that's the solution you're right like I don't think that's the solution I think we need a point guard I feel, like, I feel like it's deja vu from the, the years where we didn't, we didn't have a three, where we were relying on Matt Barnes and Wesley Johnson and, and you know, comp- they had to guard guys like KD, you know, and, and like super LeBron James, like longer, taller guys that play a three, but they're, they're fucking seven footers, yeah. you know?
1: Would, and- you, would you take Westbrook?
3: No! 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 uh, No, Hell no! No, because it's it's too much personality. No, it's uh, yeah. That's the wrong kind of guy. Yeah.
2: So to me, it's point guard and cohesion. Drew,
3: you know, you need a Drew. I
2: need a Drew Holiday. Yeah. I need a Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. I need a Malcolm Brogdon Yep. I need some like that. I need some like that. You know, like a a real true point guard. And get
3: Pat Beverly out of town, man. That guy rubs everyone the wrong way. So the Clippers have a bullseye on their back because of that. And that's part of the reason why there's so much hate towards the Clippers these days is this dude who's never done anything in the league, defensive player of the year. I, I think Westbrook, as much as I don't like him, he's right. This dude doesn't do much as a defense. Uh, yeah, he'll body people up, but he gets away with a lot of fouls. And in the playoffs, he averaged more fouls than points. So, you know, to me, you need a, a point guard who runs the game. Because if you bring in Pat Beverly you're and you're playing with a playmaker, you're – at some point, you have to switch them off. So you're sacrificing something. You can't afford to do that now, especially in this league where a game can ch- change like that. So if for some odd reason,
1: you still had CP3 with the team now, you think you would do well?
3: Hell yeah.
2: Oh, yeah! Oh dude. Like, that's, that Because when I see
1: leadership, I see somebody yeah. like that yeah. too. Yeah.
2: Right, and, and that's, that's what I'm saying, right? Like we brought it up earlier. We talk about leadership on everything and you just don't see it on, on the court. You see it on the coaching. i feel like they have a really good coaching staff they're going to lose one because one of them is going to be a head coach ne- next season yeah but doc i i feel like doc is good enough to to coach them it's just that he doesn't i don't know about that what i'm saying is i don't think he has someone that is relaying that same message on the court he had dude but the, isn't that your job the, but i'm saying the As luxury of having a cp3 right like that that leader the, the LeBron James, for crying out loud. like Let's use that as a fucking example, right? Frank Vogel can just lay back and tell Bron the place. And LeBron will not only run the place, he'll run the entire game. From the minute he steps onto the court. You
3: got an on-court leader. Dude, you have an on-court coach. But you're
1: also getting a guy like LeBron involved in a lot of different things. And that's something that I think the Clippers can take note of.
3: That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean Kawhi was Kawhi. consulted. Uh, he he d- hey what do you want to come here? He kind of handpicked. He the said Paul George. leave this core, we need these players and he kind of handpicked Paul George. You know, mm-hmm. it just backfired. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's just it's different the, what Kawhi brings versus LeBron's walks into a room and he commands everyone's respect.
1: Yeah, I think it, I mean that that's a yeah. little bit different too because I think he was treated like that from some of the other Teams in the past, Kawhi yes. really wasn't treated like that fully. I mean, he was with the Raptors just one, yeah, one year, one year. right? So I mean, he's switching around, but I think if that's not really his personality either, it it might, it might, it might not. I mean, like it, it really depends on coaching, right? If the coach was a really good coach and that could expose that and, and, and do that, then I I would say that you know Kawhi would be a little bit different if he had had a little bit of longevity within the right coaching staff from a different team. I think you could have seen a little bit more of that but just to switch from one year to another year. Yeah. He didn't have like that type of track record and that's I think that's why we think like that. We just we just never know. I mean, let's say he's with the Clippers for a while and then they start doing that, maybe we might think a little bit different,
2: but Yeah, man. I mean, but other than that, like it's
1: it's tough, bro. It's tough. Yeah. So all in all, um Clippers, um, you, the future with you is that you're going to switch over to the Heat. No, I think I'm that's not. that's what we got. So <laughs> we're going to... Special announcement, kick spotters, Uh Migs has switched teams. Jersey he ceremony. Not a, <laughs> he's not a Clippers fan. He is now a Heat fan. <laughs> that's um, not true. He, he loves Pat Riley. That's his favorite. I do. But I mean, it's not true. Um, so uh, next year, I, I wonder what this conversation is going to be like. Um, you might see him wearing a heat jersey the hats up here might change a little bit <laughs> just one side on that side might change uh but very interesting um you know topics great um you know great questions great uh, banter um i loved it i loved making him a little uncomfortable. I wasn't um, uncomfortable. And I was it, honest. He was just sad. He was <laughs> very sad. He's I'm very sad. sad. And obviously we know that Henry still isn't back, so he's still out there Shut crying up, dude. Um, about uh, the Clippers' loss. And he's still going to be crying until next crying year. Crying in the back, <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a long meeting, bro. Like, Good to yeah, handle God, where he at.
1: A long meeting with Dog Rivers right now. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Thank you for listening, Sputters. And
3: next
0: thank time,
3: you. we'll be back. Thank you for having me, guys.
0: Thank you
1: for listening to KickSpot.